1: Special technique of shadow boxing. It's time for the most average podcast ever. <laughs> it's Zach. The crowd is really excited tonight. They know what's at stake, Dick. Yep. Getting their home team into the NBA. And the nose. Now I'm talking about free corn dogs. Oh, that's right. It's free corn dog night. All right, folks, welcome. It's Zach and the nose podcast. Talking fantasy football, talking life, talking just about everything here. And uh, we will continue on because it's going to be week eight of the NFL season, week eight of fantasy football. We have the nose sitting right next to me, my partner in crime, as always. It is volume 39 of the podcast. Do you have anyone in mind for your thirty nine? That's a layup
0: for you, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, for me, that's the uh, one of the best goalies of all time, Dominic Huschick, Wow, of the Buffalo Sabres. Well done. NHL and, 95. Well
1: yes. done. And yeah. Maybe
0: on the Canadians, too. Let me tell you something. 39 was a tough number. It was. But not for you. Not for me. Yeah, why me is that? I'm kidding.
1: It's a layup for me. A layup. It's everything in general. The best fullback, running back, whatever you want to say in the history of the Miami Dolphins. And a man's man. Fights alligators. Lives in Alaska. Like, fishes with his bare hands. Could kill you with one hand, probably. Larry the man Zonka. Yes, sir. Right. I
0: bet he drives the Tahoe from Tropical Chevrolet. No,
1: he, the Tahoe drives him. <laughs> that's what it is. He, that's a, pro, yes, Shameless probably, plug on the podcast. Right, wait, you know, I ran right past that. We should rewind that. Yes, from Tropical Chevrolet, <laughs> he bought the Tahoe. All right, it is volume 39. We're going to get into a bunch today. It's going to be a little bit different podcast. Yeah, today. we're changing it up. We normally will do the nosebleeds and and, and the nose candy from the week before. I really just want to go over one guy from last week because we have a fun, fun segment coming up after that. But before we get to the fun segment, that's a good tease for you right there. Last week's Nose Pick of the Week, Leonard Fournette. Yes. Yes. Not bad. Not great. Not listen, you promised me 150 plus and two touchdowns.
0: And I got you 145. Right, it was close. And he got stuffed on the one yard line. Like a turkey. (laughs) I'm not happy with it. 145 is the the number was right on with the yardage. Yeah, you're right. That was a total yard. But he didn't get in the end zone. If he got that one touchdown, i have been okay with it, right. but he didn't. So, yeah, no, I'm not happy about so it. So are
1: we calling that nose candy or nose bleed? We're just
0: going to move on. It's not enough. I mean, 100. I mean, somewhere in the guy, middle, guy right? guy had 145 yards. He had a few catches. Like, come on. No, it's not a nose bleed.
1: No, it's not a bleed, and it's not But it was a – We have to have a new name for something that's, like, right in the middle. Mediocre Nose? Nah, we we, you no, know, we're going to have to come up. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to tweet something at, Please. at the nose, at Spencer Nose, for what kind of the mediocre- What's an average nose? Right, right. an average nose. That, maybe that's what it is, an Just average nose. Like, average I don't know. A, like a booger. I don't know if we'll call it a booger or whatever. All right, anyways, let's get on to the fun part of this podcast. This new week. segment, new segment. New segment will only be done at this time of the year, and then we'll do something like this at the end of the year as well. Basically- it's the nose mid-season fantasy football words. Cue the music.
0: Da 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 That's Exactly. Why what I was am I doing? Harris. Wait, wait. What I was just? Star do- Wars. You were like doing Star no. Wars.
1: No. Oh, you're doing uh, Indiana uh, Jones. Right. You're doing Indiana <laughs> Jones. You're Harrison. close. Yeah. So when I say cue the music, it would be better than that. I, was I t- uh, kind of an average nose also right there. All right, anyways, we're going to do it. Uh, we have some cool awards to give out. Uh, nose went through all the week uh, seven, or so far, through seven weeks of the NFL season with some cool uh, kind of awards to give out. So we're going to start off these awards with the first category. It's the biggest breakout player of the year. Let's start with the quarterback, but we're not just going to go straight to the winner. You got to tell me who was close, also. How about a couple of runners up with that, also? So let's start with the second runner up for biggest breakout quarterback of the season so far. Well, just to give everybody
0: an idea, I'm obviously not going to go out there and start mentioning players that were the first round draft picks. Okay. Pat Mahomes is not going to be the guy. Deshaun Watson's not going to be the guy. But second runner up out of nowhere. No one knew who this guy was coming into the season. Gardner Minshew. Right, the mustache. Dude, rookie steps in, again, out of nowhere, looks the part, playing the part really playing well he's putting up fantasy stats every single week he deserves out of i mean we're talking about breakout players of the first half Again, we didn't even know who the guy was, so breakout player so far, second runner-up.
1: All right, so who's your first runner-up?
0: Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah, and we all know who Kyler Murray is. Uh, Right now, he is projected to be a top-10 quarterback. He's looking in a direction of being an overall top-7 quarterback as long as he keeps playing the way he is. So, Kyler Murray, congratulations. You have made the nose first runner-up.
1: All right, so we have a second runner-up, we have a first runner-up, now we have to get to the winner of the quarterback, who is the breakout player of the year so far.
0: I mean, it's the most obvious player, he's the number one player in all of fantasy, uh, 1,650 yards in the air with six touchdowns, Five hundred and 576 yards on the ground, again, that's a quarterback, wow. Right. three touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, yes, one of literally we're watching Vic Part, uh, Mike Vic Part two. Yeah, it looks like it. Or if you're a Hot Shots M- fan, better. Part Do, Part Do, yeah, yeah, it is a hell of a pick because he was not going before round eight or nine. Okay, so this is one of those. He's the breakout player of the year but we're, putting, we're breaking down by quarterback, so we'll give him that. But he is the breakout
1: player of the year. So Lamar probably. Jackson, if you have him on your team, you're probably very happy at this point. You just if you didn't draft a quarterback same, early and right.
0: listened to the strategy and you ended up saying, okay, I'm going Lamar Jackson as your quarterback – it is almost impossible unless you had ravishingly bad injuries that your team is not very, very good.
1: Right. Okay, so let's bring us to our next position here. Biggest breakout player of the year at the running back position. Let's start with your second runner-up.
0: You got to do it. Your boy. Oh, uh, Aaron
1: Echelar. Aaron,
0: wow. Aaron Echelar. Still currently in your top five of all running backs. Now, we know... He is looking like uh, a split job with Melvin Gordon, and uh, it's not going to, I guess, last. But this is a halfway reward award. I don't. Why am I saying reward award award? Yeah. Okay, help me out here. I'm sorry. And uh, you know, he deserves it. Are you kidding me? What a breakout player! Uh, again, I don't know if he's going to help you win your fantasy leagues in weeks 14 through 16, but he might. And he got us you there so far. So Eckler, second runner up.
1: All right, first runner up was what at the running back position? The nose
0: pick of the week last week was Leonard Fournette. I mean. He is here. He has finally put himself as the viable first-round draft pick, okay? Next year, if he maintains this and he maintains his health, Leonard Fournette deserves to be a first-round draft pick. Maybe on the back end of your first round, but this is how good he is. Right now, he is currently looking at— Now, it's hard to do this because some teams have had buys, like the Jags, okay? So you have to—when you're looking at the overall numbers, you have to sort of project that if he hasn't had the buy or if he has had the buy— um, anyway, you understand my point, right, but if at the end when everyone has had their buy he's going to be a top five player and that means he is breaking out to the scene and if you draft him in the third or fourth round of your draft, you're getting first round value
1: Alright, second runner up, A.A. Ron Ecular first runner up is Lenny Furnett. that brings us to the winner of the uh, so far this season breakout running back of the year, and it's who?
0: Oh, my favorite right now, and I have Christian McCaffrey everywhere, but we're not again mentioning the top four guys, but Dalvin Cook. It's like if you could play the bodyguard song, you know, song by Whitney Houston. I will always love you. We really break out in song almost we every. Do. Yeah, it's scary, but Dude, I like this it. guy is um, the number two running back in every league behind McCaffrey. By who, by the way, is far and away number one. And he just oh, had yeah. a bye week, and guess what happened? He's still far and away number right, one. That's right. Uh, Dalvin is proven right now to be a literally a top three or four pick next year. I'm saying Chris McCaffrey, you know, Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott. Kamara and Dalvin Cook and in no particular order you know Dalvin Cook has put himself ahead of Kamara at this point if you watch him run the violence he runs and uh, it's just very 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 good that's all I could say
1: two words for you Dade County Dalvin Cook right there so there it is right there all right so Dalvin Cook is your breakout running back of the season breakout let's go to the wide receiver position Uh, breakout wide receivers through the first seven weeks of the season heading into week eight let's go with your second runner up
0: Cortland Sutton, a player who I have been praising on the Joe Rose show, is Zach Krantz for like two years now, ever since he was a rookie. Well, quietly, this guy has had seven targets or more in every single draft. Uh, Excuse me, in every single game so far. Uh, 564 yards and three touchdowns so far. So with having Joe Flacco as your quarterback, I just find that to be beyond impressive. So impressive that his numbers are better than DeAndre Hopkins. So... Yeah, he, but impressive. based on that alone, right. you get that, Cortland Sutton. Good job, buddy.
1: All right, so first runner-up is what wide receiver?
0: DJ Chark. Do-do-do-do. I was going to do it. I, you were supposed to. I know. Uh, we're off so far early in our game right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, completely a top-five wide receiver so far in the league. I mean, the kid came out of nowhere. I mean, he came out of LSU, but he came out of nowhere. Right. No one was really paying attention to him. And now he's a top-five wide receiver in every league? Are you kidding me? He almost was the number-one breakout player but he was not because the number one nose winner of breakout wide receivers, the number one wide receiver on the board, guy's just coming off a bye, and guess who's still number one overall? All right. Chris Godwin. He's so good. He's so good right He's now. so good. Number one guy. I mean, he was he was the hot guy going into the season. He was definitely an it player, and but he's, not like this. But, I didn't think he'd be like this, right? Right. He's the number one player. Yeah, uh, number one. Okay. And again, he's had a uh, he has over a hundred fantasy points in half or full um, full people league so far, and that's again with a buy already. It's insane. Good. So. Chris Goblin's been very, very strong.
1: All right, so let's go to a couple positions that we don't talk about a lot on the show. We do talk about tight ends because it is still a position of need uh, and defense as well. But I wanted to see right now uh, who you had as kind of your breakout guy for the tight end position. It's been a weird year for the tight end. I'm not really sure who to count on each week. I've had Kelsey the whole season. Disappointment. Disappointment. Uh If you've had Evan Ingram, you've had a game that's pretty good, then it's a game he's not playing. and Then the,
0: then he does nothing last week. Right. Zero.
1: So yeah. it's a big disappointing season, I think, for that position. But who you have as your breakout guy so far?
0: Who, who, who is Austin Hooper? I mean, we know who he was. Obviously, I'm being a little sarcastic, but Austin Hooper by far is the number one tight end right now. I mean, he deserves a major wow. 526 yards and four touchdowns so far. The people who picked Kelsey, Me. Ertz, and Kittle. All right. This is killer because some guy drafted Hooper late and is crushing the guy that you took in the second or third right, round. You're right, 100. percent He's much better, than And now does is it does it last? We'll see. But this is not about the it's second the first half. Seven weeks of the season. That's, That's it. it. Man.
1: That's all it is. All right. I'm almost afraid to ask about the defense position because I kind of think I know the answer. Well, we all, right? all know the answer, but I, right. there,
0: there's some amazing stats out there. So I just thought we would include it. Just be like, okay, are you kidding me, New England? Are you kidding me? You did it again last week, right. first of all. Another touchdown, another shutout, after we talked about them.
1: New England defense is winning me weeks in fantasy. So here,
0: way. here's what they would rank right now at the every other position. Okay, so what we're doing is their total points right now would be the sixth-best quarterback in all of fantasy. They would be the fourth-best running back in all of fantasy. They would be the freaking be- third-best wide receiver wow. in all of fantasy. This is wow. defense. Wow. That, you know, they don't put up, is, don't put up points like no, this. No, no. I'm getting 20 Oh, plus and by the way, here. Austin Hooper's all cute and all. They'd be the number one tight end as well. Wow. So it's staggering. It's simply staggering. Right.
1: All right, so those are your kind of breakouts in almost all the positions uh, of need when it comes to fantasy football. So if we do breakouts, we got to kind of have a bad category yeah, well, as well. Yeah. Let's do some busts. Um, We could do busts on kind of I'll give you the a bust. Major positions. Yeah, Just I'll, give me one in each. I'll give you
0: a bust on the quarterback Baker Mayfield.
1: Oh yes, not, Need, not even a question. Do I have
0: to speak anymore? No. 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 Baker. No. He you was. He was so year. hyped up before the season. Right. And he has been the worst. Do I think it'll change? I. Yeah. I hope so for him. Running back. Oh God, you hated the pick when you took him. You hated when you said Joe Mixon. Right. And you still did it. Yep. And you did it in your second round, which is super disappointing. Well. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he has averaged seven fantasy points if you were to spread it out over the entire week. Oh, That's a big time. Ugh. right? That's in a freaking PPR league I'm talking about, too. Ugh. This guy, Um, let me just say it right now. Chase Edmonds has 20 more fantasy points than he does. Chase Edmonds hasn't played many games. He hasn't even played many snaps. He's got 20 more fantasy points than Joe Mixon. That's one game that's basically worth that he had right. that Joe Mixon had the entire thing. Right, that's not good. Nasty. I'm
1: almost scared to ask you who the wide receiver is. You know who it is. I know it's Odell Beckham. Right. It's Odell it has Beckham. To be Beckham. It's Odell yeah. Beckham.
0: Odell Beckham, by the way, had one catch. I forget was it eighty-seven? Was it seventy-eight or eighty-seven yards? It was one of those bomb, bomb touchdowns. Without that touchdown, I can't even tell you how bad his numbers would be. But still, um, right now, he was a first round or early second round pick, and he's providing right now ninth or tenth round value back. He's been trash. Uh, the Browns have been trash, and uh, he is the bust of the year right now. Wow. For a first-round draft pick to be giving, to be oh my god, he's like ranked thirtieth amongst all wide receivers. Jeez. It's a night. It's a nightmare. What's going on
1: with that Browns offense? I have no idea. Uh, and
0: guess who they're playing this week?
1: Oh God, New England!
0: You nailed it. That's right. I put you on the spot.
1: Well, Jarvis Landry uh, uh, basically came out to the media today or yet or was it yesterday and guaranteed to win. So there you go. That's smart. Yeah, it's a smart move That's against good. the Patriots and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in, in New England and the number one defense in Foxborough. In, in Foxborough. Good call. Good stuff. All right. So with all these awards coming out, what about a rookie of the year? You got a rookie of the year for me? There were some good rookies coming. I do.
0: I actually do. Josh Jacobs from Oakland. Solid. You know, he had a got a little banged up, but beyond solid. uh With having a bile already, he's already he's going to be projected to be a top ten overall running back. um They're feeding him the ball. They draft him in the first round. And if you watch football. With your own eyes, and you have any sight of talent, he has it all. He could run through you, he could run around you. He's a really nice player. And I, you know, Oakland's future is bright because we're coming to the comeback player of the year. Um, The comeback player of the year was a man. Darren Waller, everybody, oh, come yeah. on down. Guy had some issues, right. we real, real, much. real, yeah. real issues, and uh, drafted by Baltimore. God, could they draft over there? But uh, obviously, it didn't work out. He had his uh, substance abuse issues. He gets suspended by the league. Comes back, and you know, he is right there with Austin Hooper. obviously, if you asked me who I was taking, you know, every week I'd be taking Darren Waller over Austin Hooper. But Hooper still does it, right. which is crazy. Dude, Darren Waller has been phenomenal in every single way, and so you, when you have Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, you're looking at a future that's very looking bright for Oakland. I know they got hated a lot on that Khalil Mack trade, but I think they uh, did pretty good. They had a, they did pretty good. They're they're ready for Vegas, and those they are. They're are ready, for- ready for Vegas. I'm not ready for Vegas. either. Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller are wow. going to be the cornerstones of this offense, and it's going to be an exciting offense. Should be. I, just, I don't know if Carr is going to be their you know, continual quarterback. Right. It could be someone but, else throwing them the rock. But foot. Waller's awesome. Yep.
1: Okay, so uh, you have something else here on the notes here. I uh, w- w- What the hell is this?
0: We have uh, what's called the accountability pick. Oh. The nose pick of the year right. oh. was Aaron Jones. He was. I'm just going to beat my chest. Currently ranked fourth amongst all running backs. Currently tied with Christian McCaffrey for most uh, touchdowns by a running back with nine, nine times. Wow. Couldn't be happier with the choice. You know, I don't want to jinx it. Let's just keep it going.
1: Right. That's it. It's a, you don't even want to talk about it anymore. All right. So. Those are our kind of our bonus stuff in our podcast uh, for this week. Uh, we do have uh, our normal segment that we're going to do here now. Who passes and who uh, who passes the sniff test and who fails the sniff test? But what I want you to do is we're going speed round on yep, these. I know. Uh, that. I want to get I want to get through these as quick as possible. Uh, I want to get through the podcast because we have a lot of other stuff we need to do. Not necessarily in nine minutes or so, but yes, probably in about nine minutes or so. So let's get on to the Week 8 quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Give me a couple.
0: I'm going to Jim carry this thing. This is double-paint steel-proof glass. Ready? <laughs> Okay, quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Ryan Tannehill versus the Bucks in their 32nd. Again, their 32nd pass defense is a no-brainer. Get him in your lineup. Get his wide receivers in your lineup. Derek Carr versus Houston in their 29th worst pass defense. Complete shootout. Tyrell Williams looks like he might be back to help Derek Carr out. And we just discussed him. Gardner Minshew versus the Jets. And they can't really stop anybody with a 24th rush defense. Uh pass defense.
1: All right, running backs that pass the sniff test. If
0: Todd Gurley cannot blow the F up on Cincinnati and London, in, then I'm going to tell you all next week to trade him. Trade, trade, trade him if he cannot do it against that horrible 30-second rush defense. Sony Michelle, keep the good times going against Cleveland. We've watched Cleveland. They can't stop anybody on the rush right now. It's an embarrassment. And a lot of people are asking about Le'Veon Bell. Well, I'm feeling him right now versus the Jags. We, uh, They're not very good. 21st against the rush. So, Le'Veon Bell, people who are really nervous, don't be nervous. It's all good.
1: All right, wide receivers that pass the sniff test.
0: Uh, William Fuller is out, which means Kenny Stills is very in against the Raiders. Great start this week. I love both Corey Davis and A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans. Who gets that big touchdown? It's a little bit of a coin flip. I lean Corey Davis if you could uh, own both of them. And then John Brown will keep the good times going for Josh Allen against the Eagles and their 27th pass defense.
1: All right, those are a whole bunch of the players that pass the sniff test for the nose this week when we have players that pass the sniff test. We obviously have players that fail the sniff test. I'm going to just go through all some wrong. quarterbacks, real quick. Oh, we're doing the failing the sniff test. Right. Hold on, I can't find
0: it. Ah, there it is. Kyle Allen in San Francisco, big time. No Baker in New England. I, uh, please no. And Jacoby Brissett, who's been amazing. Not. Against Denver, very tough. Running backs that fail the sniff test. Derrick Henry is going against the Bucks' number one rush defense. Bad news. Both Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde are splitting time, which is never good, but going against the stout Raiders defense. And the Bills' running backs, I just hate the situation right now. Gordon Singletary splitting time against the Eagles, who stopped the run, not the pass. Wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey is going to be going against uh, Latavius White. Bad start for him. T.Y. Hilton versus Chris Harris Jr. I do not like him, even though I know you have to start him, so don't start him in DFS leagues. And D.J. Moore and Curtis Samuel are really bad starts because anybody going against the
1: 49ers is bad. Take a deep breath. That was awesome. That was was just awesome. I could do it. Plus, we have the award-winning segment coming up right now, so I wanted to... Take a deep breath on that one. You give all the players that failed and passed the sniff test for week eight of the NFL season. It does bring us to the award-winning uh, segment of the week. It is the nose pick of the week. For week eight of the NFL season, the nose has chosen who as their nose pick of the week. All right.
0: I gave myself, I feel like, a layup maybe the last week or two. A little bit of a layup. It was going against the worst defenses, yada, yada. Okay. I am going for a little ballsy move right now. My nose pick of the week is LaShawn McCoy versus the Packers on Sunday night. Call it a hunch. Call it what I believe is going to be a game strategy with Matt Moore being their quarterback. This is not going to be just flinging it all over the place. And I believe Matt Moore will be the quarterback. Um, We'll see in a few days. If I'm wrong, then this might have to change. But, you know, don't send it against me. We're doing this on (laughs) Thursday. But I have McCoy stepping up against the 24th worst rush defense in the Packers. They're at home. They're going to have to run the ball. Matt Moore is not Mahomes. This is going to go to a hardcore run. And I think that they're going to run the ball with him over
1: Damian Williams. Nose pick of the week. LaShawn McCoy. And you're right about that. Matt Moore is not Pat Mahomes. Well done on that uh, accurate statement there. That was accurate. It was. That was an accurate statement. Genius. That was a genius statement there. Alright, that'll do it for volume 39 Zach and the Nose podcast. The Larry Zonka edition and the Dominic Hashik edition. Is that yeah, what it was also? So. Alright, it's really the Zonka edition. We're, we're throwing Dominic out. He's a hockey player. No one cares. Alright, that is volume 39 Zach and the Nose podcast. We appreciate you listening and subscribing and downloading and then listening again and then when you're not really wanting to listen, you just play, push the play button one more time. Can't hurt our ratings here uh, for that as well. We appreciate it like always. Thank you for supporting this. We thanks to our friends at Tropical Chevrolet who help us with the live show as well. So, with all that said, we wish you the best of luck. This week in fantasy football score lots of points. Use all noses picks and I hope you win this week unless you play me. Peace out. It's Zach and the Nose.